This is an ABC podcast. I just think it's, it's, it comes down to the competition that he's faced. You know what I mean? That has nothing to do with his dad faced American after American after American. So I just think it comes down to the competition that he's faced. Australian boxing legend Kosh Zhu stands at just 1.7 metres tall. But the former world champion casts a very long shadow. Essentially for his whole life, his son Tim has had to live in that shadow. So is this Sunday the moment he steps out from it once and for all? That's the question the boxing community is asking as Zoo prepares for an enormous bout with fierce American pugilist Tony Harrison. The Australian's never lost a fight in 21 starts, but this bout, this bout's on a higher plane. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily. Ben Damon is a boxing commentator and filmmaker. He knows everything there is to know about Australian boxing. He's going to be right amongst the action ringside on Sunday. Ben, before we delve into the storylines, can you just outline what's at stake here? Why is this such a big bout? It is an enormous bout for both of the fighters uh, and for Australian boxing, really. So Tim Zhu, we all know uh, his story and that he is the son of the great Kostya Zhu, the brother of uh, Nikita Zhu as well, who's making a name for himself. And Tony Harrison, the American, he's a former world champion. He won a version uh, of the belt at the same weight, the WBC uh, Super Welterweight World title. He's also the only man ever to beat Jamel Charlo. And the new WBC Now, Jamel Charlo currently holds all of the belts in this division. He is the star of the division. Tim Zhu was meant to be fighting him in January, but uh, Charlo broke his hand. So rather than sit back and wait for Charlo to come back, Tim Zhu said, let's get the next best available opponent, the only man ever to beat Charlo. So it's an enormous risk. Um, Some think it's crazy. One who thinks it's crazy is Tony Harrison. He just can't believe he's here. He's saying, why would you want to fight me as an in-between fight. I'm very, very good. You shouldn't be doing this. For him to be at the doorstep for for all the marbles and you accept the fight with the only man to beat the man that you're looking to beat, I think we need to talk to management about this one, man. We need to go to HR. Tim Zhu, he's put it all on the line. So, yeah, there's an awful lot at stake. It's for an interim uh, world title, the WBO's version. So uh, that is significant. But really, it's the standing in global boxing that is up for grabs here and the chance to fight for all of the legitimate belts in the division. So, yeah, there's so much at stake in the careers of Tim Zhu and Tony Harrison. And it's really, really important for Australian boxing that that Zhu uh, at least performs very well, if not wins dominantly in this fight. I've got the whole nation of Australia behind me. It's crazy just walking out, out of the streets. Everyone's wishing me luck. It's, it's insane. It is about rich with storylines, but maybe the biggest influence won't be in the ring. Why does Kostya Zhu still loom so large over this bout, do you think? Yeah, Kostya Zhu's a huge name in global boxing. Uh, he is uh, someone that you talk about with anyone in the world who knows anything about boxing, and they say, oh, wow, he is a, a legitimate superstar, a legend of the sport. Kostya Zhu was a man. He was a beast. 
And Kasu came over here and he proved that he was a beast. He's just such a big figure. He's an enormous name and he's always going to be uh, someone who achieved a lot and whose shadow Tim is going to have to try and emerge from. But uh, if he were to beat Tony Harrison and then if he were to beat Jamel Charlo, then he's got a very, very good part of the way to erasing the thought that he's the son of Kostya. He would certainly be Tim Zhu, a superstar in his own right, if uh, those things were to occur. You talk about the idea of him being in Kostya Zhu's shadow. And Tony Harrison has dug into that very sentiment in recent days. What does Tony Harrison think about that? Yeah, he's done uh, like pretty much everyone else through Tim's career has done and said, you're only here, you're only getting uh, these shots because of your surname. He fought the guys that were considered the best guys in the sport. Tim is way short of that. He's way short of that. He was not only uh, in disbelief that this fight was happening, but he just can't believe where Tim Zhu is at uh, in a global sense, boxing-wise, given the nature of the opponents that he feels he's fought. I'm top five. I've been top five in this division for, like, eight years. He hasn't fought nobody top five. He hasn't fought a Lubin. He hasn't fought a, a J-Rock. He hasn't fought a Her. He hasn't fought a me. So he hasn't fought anybody at top five. He says that he just doesn't deserve this yet. When you look at my role and the things I had to do and the things that I had and the, and the, and the obstacles I had to jump over, I'm, I mean, he took the elevator. I took the stairs. So I'm just like, how did he get there? You know what I mean? I, like, you, somebody just make it make sense to me. How did he get there? And he's saying that it's all because of that surname. So, yeah, it's certainly a theme and it'll continue to be a theme for Tim Zhu uh, pretty much while ever he is boxing, but certainly until he manages to, to win at least one if not uh, multiple world titles. One of the things you touch on there is the idea of the cell in boxing, and it's intrinsically linked in the sport. It's an environment that's just so ripe for trash talk, and it's been interesting to see Harrison suggest that Zhu isn't talking enough. Why do you think that's something that Tim Zhu doesn't really engage with? Yeah, it's not uh, really his nature. Um, he, he does he does say a few things, but he's um, he's pretty economical with his words. So while uh, Tony Harrison has done the vast majority of the talking, Tim sort of sits back and just chooses his moments and says what, what he thinks needs to be said at the right time. There was something endearing about Kostya through his career. He never involves himself in the trash talk at all, but he said just a few things and he said them with that little twang of a a Russian accent that he had, and it was uh, quite endearing. And, and, and people took notice. If he said something at all cold or gave a prediction, then people would listen. And, and Tim's getting a little bit the same. So he said a few things this week. If you go into his, his first 20 fights, I don't see no uh, spectacular names out there and, and uh, former world champions, let's just say that. They've largely been drowned out by uh, all of the things that Tony Harrison has been saying. Listen to me, they love Tim. They gonna love me. They they have no choice but to love me if they love Tim because I am the total opposite of Tim. I'm vibrant. But Tim um, has said a few things in interviews with me and some of our public events as well, just about what he intends on doing. He wants to, um, and it is a, a boxing phrase, he, he wants to take Tony Harrison into deep water and watch him drown. But he's gone a bit further than that. He said, no, no, I would really like to take him out in the ocean and watch his lungs fill with water and watch him sink to the bottom. He's got a cold, mean streak, does uh, Tim Zhu. I nicknamed him the soul taker because that's what he was saying about one 
one of his opponents, Dennis Hogan, that he wanted to take his soul and watch it drain out and, and, and look into his eyes while that was happening. Well, uh, if you're completely right in the head, you don't say that sort of stuff. But if you're completely right in the head, you don't get to the top of global boxing. So uh, he may not involve himself in the trash talk, but, gee, there is that side to him. And he certainly thinks a lot of it. Sometimes he says it. And when he does, you do listen. You've touched on the risky nature of this fight, taking on a guy who's an exceptional boxer in Tony Harrison. Why take that calculated risk? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why you would, uh, to be honest. There are other options available. We discussed all of them, but uh, this was the one that um, Tim Zhu and his team wanted. They wanted the man who had previously beaten Jamel Charlo, the only man ever to beat the man who currently holds all of the legitimate belts in the division. Oh, look, there's there's risk to, to anything you do. In boxing, all it takes is one punch. But for me, it's a calculated risk. I know what I bring to the table and uh, I know what the improvements and the, the, the growth that I've made over the last year. I think uh, Tony Harrison's the, the perfect uh, dance partner for, for, for this stage in my, in my career. Tim Zhu has a great deal of confidence. He really does want to prove to global boxing that he deserves to be where he is. He wants to get rid of that shadow of his father, of course. I'm glad that I've got this, finally got this type of name. I got Tony Harrison, former world champ, the only man to beat Charlo because... uh... That's the type of name that I need to, to gain the respect, I guess. He's taking an enormous risk, but with it would come massive reward, and he thinks he wins this fight. So if he were to beat Tony Harrison, he's beaten the only man ever to beat Jamel Charlo. He's shown the world that he belongs by beating a former world champion. He's got all of those things off his back, and also he's put himself in a really good position in a boxing sense to beat Charlo when they do fight each other. Maybe people would have thought that if he didn't have a fight like this, this before taking on Charlo, then he would go in a big underdog against that man. Uh, but if he were to beat Harrison, then there's going to be plenty who think that he does beat Charlo. So he puts himself in a fantastic position to beat Jamel Charlo should he beat Tony Harrison. And if he were to do that, then he's one of the true superstars of global boxing. So if Zeus to claim victory here, Ben, how do you think it goes down? He's going to have to improve. There's no doubt about that. Because last time against Terrell Gachet in his American debut last March, so a fair while ago, um, he did get dropped in the first rounds. He showed a little bit of vulnerability in that he didn't move his head enough. He was just walking forward trying to bully Gachet, and he got himself caught a few times, particularly with right hands. He's blinking a little just with that left eye. As he goes down hard to zoom, he goes down hard in America. Great right hand. He can't afford to do that against Tony Harrison. He's going to have to improve. And Harrison is an exceptional boxer. He's very, very good. He doesn't care where you are. He's going to put himself where he wants to be in the ring. Um, He punches hard. He moves really well. He's great defensively. If Zoo is going to beat him, he's going to have to work him out. He does things a little bit differently to what anyone that Tim Zoo has faced does. So um, he'll have to crack the code of Tony Harrison. And then he'll he'll have to use his own bullying tactics and that pressure that he provides and and ultimately break down Harrison. Round by round, I'm just going to keep getting stronger, quicker, my stamina and my endurance. So uh, we know Tony is good at the start. He's nice and sharp. But you know how um, three times in the later rounds, what happens? Tumbling down. For me, I'm the opposite. 
instead of tumbling, I got up. It's a fight that you would think uh, there's going to be a bit of a riddle for him to sort out for at least a few rounds. And if he can sort it out, then he can start coming forward, throwing those huge shots to the body and over the top as well that, that we know that Tim Zhu loves to, to throw and the power that he possesses is very, very significant. Um, he's a tough fighter. We saw that last time against Terrell Gachet. He doesn't mind taking a few shots, but Tony Harrison is someone, he doesn't want to get hit at all. If he could have it his way, he'd hit you once and you wouldn't hit him at all and that'd be the end of the fight. But um, ultimately, if Tim Zhu's going to win, he's going to have to crack the code of Tony Harrison and he's going to have to hit him with big shots as we get later on into this fight. Could it be the moment that a son emerges from dad's shadow? We're going to find out on Sunday. Ben Damon, thanks so much for your time. Absolute pleasure, Pat. It's going to be a really special day for, for Australian boxing. Headlines. The final test in the Border Gavaskar Trophy is looking like a doozy with an enormous crowd expected. Named after India's Prime Minister, Narendra Modi Stadium in Ahmedabad has a 132,000 person capacity. As many as 85,000 day one tickets have already reportedly been set aside for local students and families. So you'd imagine they'd be pushing 100,000 at least, right? Among those in attendance will be Anthony Albanese, as well as the Indian PM. That's going to be a reasonable flex from Mr Modi. The previous record for a day of test cricket was an ashes clash at the MCG with 91,000 in attendance. Just another indication that when it comes to cricket, it's India's world. We're just living in it. From an Australian team perspective, Pat Cummins still won't be back for the fixture as he remains in Sydney due to a family illness. Steve Smith will captain in his absence as Australia chase a drawn series. Football and there's been 32 bids from teams registering their interest in joining Football Australia's second tier competition. Maybe the most interesting case is the Cronulla Sharks. The National Rugby League team teaming up with NPL outfit the Sutherland Sharks. The new competition is meant to launch March next year and theoretically facilitate promotion and relegation with the A-League. Eventually, we hope. And Joseph Suali'i has reportedly committed to remaining a rooster until the end of 2024. That's another short-ish term commitment, ensuring Rugby Australia will continue to remain engaged in the teenage star. I'm Patrick Stack. This is ABC Sport Daily, produced by Poppy Penny. Hey, did you know that Roy and HG are back? I've put a link in the show notes in case you want to check out their first show of 2023. Thanks to Fox Sports, Main Event, Sporting News Australia and Showtime Sports for the extra audio used in this episode. Discover more great ABC podcasts, live radio and exclusives on the ABC Listen app.